This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Hello, Rico. Hello, Nicholas. How's it going, man? It's going fantastic. How about yourself? Good. It's about to be the weekend, right? We got some high school hoops tonight and tomorrow for you guys. Uh, Grand Island and Lincoln Northeast for you guys tonight. And then Omaha Central and Lincoln Southwest for tomorrow so we'll be uh, first time i'm going to be able to see isaac trout in person Ooh, the virginia commit or fun. virginia signee i should say so Did i'm looking right? yeah, yeah. Right. so i'm looking forward to that quite a bit um virginia commit isaac trout and grand island going to lincoln northeast then tomorrow it's omaha central and lincoln southwest so which Northeast only has like two losses on season right yeah they're 13 and two they're really really impressive against teams from the city of Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So they just beat Lincoln Southeast last weekend. You heard that one on the ticket. Mm-hmm. And now they're about to try and play, beat Grand Island tonight, which I think they will. Um, just kind of doing some prep work and things like that for the game tonight. I think Lincoln Northeast does have the upper hand over the Islanders of Grand Island. I just can't with that name. I can't either. I don't. It's like they didn't even I don't, try. I don't want to get out. I'll get off on another tangent about high school nicknames. We don't and, need and to. High school every like i i i have strong feelings about things like that yeah and it's such like be like, more creative be like what are you doing the grand island islanders like are you serious are you this yeah. is what we're doing yeah come on man i i suppose so um so yeah so grand island and northeast coming at you six and seven thirty we're having a double header tonight and then um three thirty and five fifteen tomorrow are the times of the games as well as always, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Feel free to uh, interact with the show that way. We do have the tip jar today. It's a Friday. Yes, we do. So that means it's a tip tip jar day. We'll make sure the uh, intro is in there and everything. The best intro. As, yeah, the best intro in radio. So we've talked about a lot of sports this week. We'll, we'll talk about some Husker hoops in this first segment here. Husker men's basketball loses to... Wisconsin last yesterday afternoon, I should say, Husker women's basketball put the beat down on the Badgers of Wisconsin at night. Rico. Dude, that game was gorgeous to watch. It was, it was one of those games where you realized, you recognized how much Nebraska women's basketball loves playing together. Mm-hmm. They they show themselves as a team, especially when it comes to the defensive end. You see people flying all over the place, covering other – like, if somebody ever finds themselves out of position, you can almost trust your teammate to yeah. be there to cover up for you, but then you have to find somebody else to, to take on. And the way that they crash the boards is is something of, of, of beauty – uh, the offense, the way the ball moves around the court and just always finds the open person. Uh, again, something amazing. And then the the posts on this women's basketball team 
and the way that they can just get the ball and make, you know, two, three moves and find themselves an open layup is is fantastic. Like Alexis Markowski's post moves you can tell her her dad taught her well, or she's just naturally gifted. You know, I, like I, I, maybe I she taught him. I don't her, know. Her feet. She has such good feet um, down underneath or near the basket that it works out really, really well for Nebraska. Dakota on the text line goes Husker hoops, more like Husker poops. Oops. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Dang. Bro. So yeah. I mean, that's a good one though. Uh, we'll we'll touch yeah. on that here. And Let's- also Markowski's hands, like the yeah. way that the ball just sticks to him. Like they toss it in. It might be a weird, you know, toss up. She puts one hand up. It just sticks. She automatically. And she's so quick with it. As soon as it hits her hands, a little drop step, lays yeah. it up, and it's good. Well, and let's be real. I mean, she's taller than a lot of the people out there. I forget so, she's 6'3", 6'2". Yeah, so it's like she's she's somewhat taller, and she can just high point the basketball, and it's like keep away from the defender mm-hmm. when she's down in the post. And it's like offensive rebound, second chance. She's offensive like, rebound, third chance. I'll take this, and I'll lay it up. And bam, there's two points and two rebounds. She gets off the ground so quickly when she gets the rebound. She gets the board, touches the ground, and is just toes, just jumps right back up, lays it up. Yeah, so I want to dive into that a little bit more, but let's go to the Honda Lincoln hotline here right off the bat. We have Froff. Froff, happy Friday, man. What's up? Happy Friday, guys. How's it going? Fantastic. Fantabulous, Froff. You got me with the women's basketball talk. I have loved men's basketball for years. I exclusively watch the women now. Men were on yesterday, did not turn it on for a second. Was I disappointed? Not at all. The women kicked ass. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, yeah. But I got to say, the thing I love the most about the women, one, Markowski's going to be the, probably the greatest player in program history. Ooh. Along with the great feet and hand, she shoots that three like no one else. Beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And then two, every single player that comes off the bench for that team has more tenacity, more wanting to win than literally any player on Nebraska's men's team. Everyone, Allison Widener comes off the bench. She looks like a dog ready to hunt. You can see it in her eyes. Anyway, thanks for having me on, and thanks for talking about women's basketball. Go Big Red. For sure, Froff. Yeah, so we will talk about Husker men's basketball, but I'll be I'll be 100% honest. When I was kind of making the rundown today and thinking about, okay, what would what should Rico and I talk about? It's a Friday, and I am tired of talking about Nebraska men's basketball <laughs> and what needs to be fixed or or for possible solutions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to talk about a winning program. We got to talk about it with volleyball, and now Husker women's basketball. Like, Can Froff, I just say one Froff thing about the men, the though? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Trey McGowan's is a welcome sight. Yes. The way that Absolutely. he fights through, over, around, under screens – and the way that he just just plays, you know, dog defense. Like, he's on them all the time. He is not mm-hmm. letting you get a shot up without his hand in your face. And it is it is a welcome sight. Uh, and hopefully, you know, it, it blends into the rest of the team. I know, I know Derek Walker is putting in some amazing defense, but you can only do so much when you're uh, six – was six – 10, 6'8", 6'9", yeah, six, six, somewhere from 6'8 to 6'10". When you're that height and you're going against guys that are 7'7", 7'2", like, you can play the best defense imaginable and there's only so much you can do. Yeah, so, I mean, there was, like, Nebraska men's basketball, there were a couple things to take away from last night. I mean, they were down 20 at one point, come back, they get it within 10, they eventually lose by 9, I believe. I mean, the backdoor cover on the last second three or whatever. Um, but... Like, unfortunately, Nebraska basketball, they're still winless in the Big Ten. But 
their counterpart, Nebraska women's basketball, is playing well. And mm-hmm. despite them losing a couple games in a row before last night's game against Wisconsin, and I understand Wisconsin isn't top-tier talent, like top-tier program in Husker women's basketball, but they went out and they did not necessarily shoot the ball well right out of the gate. They tried a different starting lineup. They decided to sit Isabel Bourne to start with, not because she's been playing bad, but just more of, well, Bella Cravens is healthy. Alexis Markowski has been playing extremely well. So maybe if we put them two out there and then at the when they put subs in, mm-hmm. if Izzy Bourne then gets some more touches down low, that opens up her game as well. Like, and And for them to be okay with that, that, For them to embrace their role. That is huge. Like, once again, and I'm going to brag about her because it's such a welcome sight for Husker basketball just in general, both men's and women's, to have a player like Jazz Shelley, who, and I tweeted this out quite a bit last night, but at the end of the third quarter, Jazz Shelley, who may be Nebraska's best all-around player, right? We've always talked yes. about do her doing the little, little, little things well. The extremely little things that you don't necessarily see on a stat sheet, that you don't necessarily like the effort, right? Jazz Shelley going into the fourth quarter, if you guys miss this, get ready. Hold on to your seats. Zero points, eight rebounds, or excuse me, nine rebounds, and seven assists going into the fourth quarter. And she started. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. So then you think, okay, yep, she uh, just went, went and she just kept missing shots. No, she took three shots at that point. And then she came out in the fourth quarter Dropped five points early, and me and Jacob Padilla are sitting next to each other at the game last night going, okay, I guess we're going for a triple-double. I was, look, I was upset with, with, not not upset, I was, I was sad that they took yeah, her out of absolutely. the game. Because as soon as she got, she got the, she got the lay-in after the offensive rebound. Yeah. Uh, and then she hit the three, and they were like, all right, she's got nine rebounds, nine assists, and five points. And I, I was sitting there uh, with Rachel. We're watching the game, and I go, all right, whoever gets the pass from Jazz, I don't care where you are, you shoot it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. As soon as the ball touches your hands, you shoot it. All right? That's what we're doing. Uh, and if, if you're going for a rebound, somehow just tip it to Jazz. Let her get those two things, and then just give her the ball and get out of well, the way. I really, like, I really wanted that triple-double. I'm not going to lie, guys. We were all sitting up there and watching the game, and Jazz like dribbles baseline, st- stops right underneath the hoop, has a, a decent look, a pretty good look, I should say, at a reverse layup that she would have hit. But instead, she tries, or she doesn't try, she hits Ruby Porter, I believe, or Whitney Brown, near the top of the key. It was Ruby. It was a no look. It was look. Ruby. It was a no, no look. look from the side bounce pass. Because she, yeah, you, she drove baseline and she was looking at whoever was in the corner, and just Ruby was up top and just dishes it because yes. they showed the camera angle. I was watching on TV. They showed the camera angle from the baseline, from right below mm-hmm. the basket, and she just whips it over there. Ruby catches it one step, buckets. And we were just sitting there like, what? What is happening? Like. She also almost dished it off to Alexis Markowski, but Markowski just wasn't looking. Yeah. And so she lost it. She just didn't control the basketball, which that's like you can't blame him because it was going to be an awesome awesome mm-hmm. assist for Jazz and everything. She ended up but getting like, fouled when she dove on the floor. Like, once again, it's those little things like a pass like that. 
the whole arena just went, ooh, ooh, ah. And then the shot goes up and you go, oh. And then the place explodes <laughs> when, a, when a shot is drilled after a pass like that. And then you got like, a surfboard on the sideline. You talk <laughs> about, yes, then you have the bench. Like, this team, if you're not watching this Husker women's basketball team, please start. Like, they have a 2 o'clock game on Sunday against Purdue. And Purdue is thirteen and seven. Nebraska is now fourteen and four. Nebraska is not fourteen and four without Jazz Shelley doing the little effort things. Only being being totally fine with finishing with five points, nine assists, and nine rebounds last night. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not okay. Or, or excuse me, they're not fourteen and four if Whitney Brown doesn't understand that last year she was on a she was a walk on, had to play some big minutes because of the whole COVID pandemic, everything like that. That just that going on, and now understanding and embracing the idea that this year she's going to be taking more of a of a reserve role, because that's just the way it is, mm-hmm. and still leading the bench mob on on celebrations like it's those little things like that. They don't have this fourteen and four start if Kendall Coley, who was a top one hundred recruit who enrolled early last year and found minutes, isn't understanding and embracing a position position change because this team has changed from last year. And understanding that her strength right now is on the defensive side of the ball, not playing as many minutes as she was expecting to coming into this season because you're having players like Alexis Markowski, mm-hmm. Izzy Bourne, and, um, oh my gosh, the uh, the third big, big uh, Bell Cravens, Cravens step up into huge roles. Like, that part, Kendall Moriarty, who's a freshman, is stepping up. Froff talked about Allison Weiner from small town Nebraska having the highest motor of anybody on this team. She is a joy to watch when she gets in the game because she is 100 miles per hour every single play. Like it Every is, single minute she's out there, she is moving. Like for an 8 p.m. tip last night, PBA was rocking. For an 8 p.m. tip against a team in Wisconsin that's 5-13. and 13. Like it was just so much fun to be there. And then to see them consistently know what they want to do and execute it. Mm-hmm. And adjust. I think that's a big part as well. They want to shoot threes, and they want to play defense. And they play defense extremely well. They held Wisconsin under fourteen point, or four, to 14 points underneath their average on the season. They were 0 for 7 they, from 3 until the third quarter. They were, yeah. And, they, and like, they hit 2 in the third quarter, 1 in the fourth quarter. They only hit three threes the entire night. Like, this, this Husker women's basketball team, now... This isn't for me to say, you know, put them up against South Carolina and have them, you know, they're not going to get blown out by 20. But, like, here's the deal, is this team, it's not a hoax anymore. Like, I said this on the postgame show when I called in last night. There was still some doubt in those first eight games when Nebraska women's basketball was blowing out teams. Mm-hmm. There, was still some, there was still some doubt because... It was, okay, it's going up against North Carolina Central and Maine and and whoever, Indiana State. But now we're at that point where I remind you there's only one senior on this team and they are 10 games above 500. That is wild. They almost got a win on the road at top five, top six Indiana. Mm -hmm. They almost beat Iowa on the road after Iowa beat them on their home floor. And don't forget... They were out a couple players that game, one of those being Jazz Shelley, mm-hmm. one of those being or Sam Hybe. Sam Hybe was hurt. She didn't play. Jazz Shelley didn't play either. Yeah. But it's because 
they all like give credit to Coach Williams and this staff because holy crap, they they understand what it means to buy in and to embrace roles, and it's a lot of fun to watch, and the energy is infectious throughout the arena. It's so much fun, guys. I so I, I really wanted to talk about that today because that they they definitely need to be talked about. So mm-hmm. four hundred two the the job that Amy Williams is doing. The way that you can have, you know, Bella Cravens and Izzy Bourne, who started, you know, almost every – well, they started every game until Bella got hurt together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Bella comes back, and after you had Alexis Markowski start in her place for the injury and, and go off in all of those games, uh, they move Izzy Bourne to the bench. And Izzy Bourne is fine with it. Like, that's, yeah. that is the type of player that you need. That is the type of player that, that Coach Amy Williams has, has – uh, brought into this program and, and cultivated within this program where you're the starter every single game, but then when somebody comes back, you're going to have a freshman over you, but guess what? You're still going to play significant minutes, You're still and you're still going to contribute to this team, and they are completely fine with that. And the way that they have developed Alexis Markowski from – I mean, I know she was the Gatorade Player of the Year in Nebraska, and she was a pretty highly recruited player, but she came in, and you could kind of tell she was she was trying to adjust to the college game, she adjusted pretty quickly, and now you see her dominating people down low. And it is it is just a testament to Coach Amy Williams and her staff, the way that they've been able to develop these freshmen, including Allison Weider, in such a small amount of time. And like you said, they only have one senior, so everybody's going to be back next year. I mean, well, I can't yeah. say everybody's going to be back, but you're going to get just about everybody back probably next year and let, run it back again. We get this off the text line. John says, hi, guys. Could you tell me if you know how did Coach Williams get three Australian basketball players in Nebraska? Thanks. Um, so I, I honestly, I'll be 100% honest. I don't know how they got there. I know that they've all been friends because I remember hearing about um, when Jazz Shelley was at Oregon, Izzy Bourne, and obviously them were at Nebraska. And I remember Jazz has talked about it before. She was recruited um, by Nebraska also. Too, yes. And she, I think she had taken a visit, but she fell in love with Oregon. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and Oregon's Oregon, yeah. right? Like Oregon is, is really, really strong too. So um, I, I honestly don't, but it's kind of becoming Nebraska's thing, the Australian. And that's another awesome thing about last night was that Jazz Shelley's parents were there. Um, I think Izzy Bourne's parents were there Rockin', as well. Ruby Porter's Ruby were. Porter's, okay. I- Izzy's were not. Um, but, Jazz Shelley's parents were rocking the the gold Australia jersey that mm-hmm. had Shelley on the back. Like it's super cool to to like be a part of this. So I, I highly encourage folks uh, head out to um, head out to uh, PBA on Sunday at two p.m. when they play uh, Purdue, who once again thirteen and seven. So it's not like Wisconsin, who was five and thirteen going into last night. It's it's a thirteen and seven Purdue team who I believe took Indiana to overtime. They beat Michigan State, who was a team Nebraska uh, beat or, or lost to in their first conference game. Um, Nebraska ball fan says that said they said that Amy started her Australia recruiting in South Dakota when she was there on the TV last night. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, Big Sky added this. Ashley Scoggins' whole fam was there as well. So like it was it was a really really cool experience um, last night with Wisconsin. So please. Head out there to uh, PBA on Sunday, 2 p.m., and and cheer on the women's. So, um, and, and with this all being said, still head out support Nebraska men's basketball mm-hmm. Saturday night. I believe they play at 5:30 against Rutgers, but you know it is what it is. So, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarah Hammond text line, both those open for you the entire show here. 
Um, it is a Friday, which means it's tip jar. Coming up next. Coming up next. Send in any advice, any texts, any questions, any weekend plans. Let us know. 402-464-5685. Flood the text line. Let's do it next on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. In our Future of Cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud survey.